Welcome back to Pot Liquor Chat. Welcome back. Woo, 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 woo. It's your girl, Key. And your girl, Shay. And we're excited to be back. Episode four. <laughs> so today we're going to be bringing you guys conversations, of course, with our segments Kitchen Muse, That Shit Hit, and the Culinary Technique of the Week, which yep, yep. we will highlight yep. grilling. Mm. I can smell it now. So let's get into um, our segment, Kitchen Muse. I would like to kick it off um, by discussing uh, Greenwood Avenue Magazine, which is a magazine that was developed as an homage to the folks and the families who built Black Wall Street in Oklahoma. And that was... Yes, that was subsequently burned down during the Tulsa Massacre of 1921. Shame. Yes. A very nasty stain on American history. It was one of the most heinous domestic terrorist attacks that ever happened in this country. But, um, you know, as Black folk do, we engage our resistance and our resilience. And mm-hmm. um and we press forward. And so since then we rise. <laughs> right, okay. And so with Greenwood Avenue magazine, um, this is one of Trey's projects that again, you know, pays homage to that time period and to those folks. And in issue number two, uh he features a bunch of dope black chefs and he wanted to tell the stories of these culinarians or chefs and that's exactly what he did he was incredibly successful um this is a fantastic piece of art i think it's not only very well written and easy on the eye easy to read and the recipes are approachable and easy to follow but it's also visually stunning like it is gorgeous magazine man i remember you showing me that magazine the other week and that uh cover top tier Mm -hmm. can't even say i've seen one like it Mm -hmm. it's just real velvety like it just Mm -hmm. it's some real gold gems in that thing absolutely and the recipes themselves i mean just like he said from down home dishes like the pork jowl and sweet potato puree to michelin star dishes you know they've got some fantastic stuff in here they've got like this one really awesome recipe that's this brick airline chicken breast with brazen dive and fingerling potatoes and you just know it's gonna be delicious when you look at this gorgeous image that shows it and it's got the gravy or the au jus that's running around and then you see the beautiful chive oil and the Mm. microgreens to help brighten the the color of the dish and there is just a beautiful char on this chicken breast on the skin because it's skin on and like i said um you know the recipes are very approachable you know it's like grand marnier and orange juice and butter and microgreens like i said you know in whole chicken it's exactly as as it's featured so i'm very inspired to get in the kitchen and make this stuff especially after having you know kind of gone through a little bit of a stale period of just cooking this whole shit you know so this was right on time the perfect inspiration i love that and it makes me think about the plating on there when you say au jus you know Mm -hmm. that juice just dripping around you know you don't just slop it on there i'm sure it's like real nice etiquette Mm -hmm. looking and um is there any skills like you teaching your techniques in there like how easy are these recipes to read? I mean, there are teaching techniques. So, for example, uh, one of the amazing chefs that they feature in there is Kamari Mick. And she has uh, sweet potato bao buns. 
So if you've never made bao buns before or bread at all, then I think, you know, learning how to do this would be fantastic way to, to learn how to make bread and especially bao buns, which I actually just had some bao buns um, before we started uh, recording. But I'm looking at the ingredients for the for the bao buns and it's really is essentially ingredients for a brioche dough. So it's just uh -huh. salt, sugar, uh, egg, active dry yeast, melted butter, lukewarm milk, and warm water. And then she oh. has, yeah, right? Really approachable. Right now. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, super approachable. And it sounds like you don't have to like go to some, you know, unique ass store to get, no. you know, a unique um, ingredient, which I don't mind right. when I'm trying to, you know, really expand. But I like that they have the opportunity for you to kind of use what you already have at the house. Um, and still make it look, like you said, Michelin star dishes. Mm -hmm. At most, you may need to go to like a Whole Foods or something, or maybe like a local international market to make sure okay. that, you know, they may have all of the ingredients. Like he's got scotch bonnet peppers in there for some dishes. Like there's a Jamaican dish in there that has scotch bonnet pepper. And maybe that's not necessarily in your local grocery store, which you can replace with a habanero pepper. But if you really want like a scotch bonnet pepper, then maybe an international market would work. And you could certainly find it there, I'm sure. But like, and like, for example, um, Chef Michelle Wallace, who was actually the reason why I got this magazine. Um, I followed okay. her on IG. Her IG name is Between the Slices. And she, you know, was just demoing the magazine because she's featured in it and because, you know, she believes in the mission and what have you. And in her recipe, which is uh, chilled summer corn with crab soup, she, um, right, right, right. She has furikake as one of the garnishing ingredients, along with the chili oil and like the tops of some green onions. So maybe you would need to go to an international market or like maybe just like a Whole Foods. You know, I know yeah. furikake is everywhere at this point. Um, so, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if you could just pick that up in a Whole Foods. So that would probably be the most exotic place if you could call it that that you would need to travel to to get everything but no everything is very very approachable and sounds incredibly delicious packed full of flavor and yeah you would definitely be learning some new techniques i think in in cooking this food shout out to greenwood ave because not only are they you know inspiring you to you know try different um, meals and kind of jazz up what you already know how to make but in a different way but also still paying homage to the black history yeah so um 10 of all the proceeds goes back to uh community building efforts in north tulsa it's wow. not just you know pouring into a company but you're also pouring into the mission into the larger vision into resurrecting the very thing that inspired the existence of these companies wow man that's a true inspiration and wow for really fulfilling a mission yeah like really fulfill the mission of paying homage to our ancestors and all the people and families that were affected in Tulsa. That is, wow. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. Shout out to Greenwood for okay. sure. Shout out to them. Okay. So in our last episode, uh, in the segment That Shit Hit, we talked about some amazing Jamaican food yeah. um, right here in the DMV that you can get from the restaurant That Jerk. Um, and in today's episode, Shay's going to bring us a new little spot for us to check little out. So, so, little <laughs> so, And so. let us know what, what what's, what's hitting, Shay. All right. Well, this is not a local DMV foodie little spot little hideaway okay. and i'm gonna say hideaway because that's 
probably what that shit should be doing hiding away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm, let me explain. Let me All explain. Right. Right. So, um, just came back from a little family getaway. Went to the West Coast for about a week, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, the goal was Disneyland, but we hyped ourselves up. Landed in San Diego. Went to Legoland. Boom, bam, right? Uh-huh. So, we get a little joint, right? I find a little last minute little hotel spot, right? It say uh-huh. Hotel Casino. First picture on there, look, it looked luxury. Okay. Luxury, right? Okay. But you know me, I'm a foodie reviewer, critic. You know, I'm looking at reviews. Right. So I go to different other sites. The picture's starting to look like iPhone 3. <laughs> you know? So I was like, hold on. Why this one app? <laughs> Got the first picture of the front entrance, just waterfalls, just columns and like oh is this caesar palace Uh but uh no sis because it's not vegas (laughs) i was in anaheim california (laughs) you know damn no it was a commerce casino um hotel okay and you know so i was like you know what we only stand here for a couple days anyway just for just for us to go turn up at disney real quick yeah and then do our thing or whatever right but so we get to the hotel, mm-hmm. and when I'm on vacation, I like to live like I'm on vacation. Yeah. So, somebody going to come up here and clean up after me every day. Yeah. I'm going to order whatever I want on the menu. Let's see what room service talking about, right? Right. Whoo. So, I hit up room service for breakfast. Okay. Okay. And this is what I mean, the hideaway, because although the casino wasn't really on what I was on, nothing, uh-huh. that room service hit. Wow. That shit hit. And let me break it down because I ordered everything on the menu. Okay. Oh, damn near. <laughs> I started with a breakfast burrito, right? Uh-huh. That thing was fat. By, by the time I even thought to record some content for real, yeah. I was like, uh, three, <laughs> more than halfway through that damn burrito. <laughs> Bro, I needed two hands for the burrito wow. to start off. Yeah. And, and so the fact that I started was like, started looking at, cause that's just the burrito, right? Yeah. So I'm taking bites of the burrito. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was when I got down to one hand, when I could hold the burrito, I was over <laughs> the pancakes, like, Ooh, fluffy, just fresh. Wow. Like, they just made the butter. The butter just, mm. they just got it. Yeah. It's fresh butter. Just crumble of butter. Just melt. Whipped wow. in your mouth. Mm. Oh! Mm. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Cause that's just my second item. And this okay. is how I feel. Yeah. Like, I want to go yeah. back to Anaheim right now. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, pancakes. Bam. Right? Yeah. Then they got a breakfast rice. Oh, okay. Which essentially is just a stir fry, a fried rice. Okay. So it's a breakfast fried rice, right? Mm-hmm. The breakfast fried rice got steak, bacon p- pieces in it, fresh onion, just mm. the way it's just, it's, they had to walk, just walking mm. it, walking mm. it, like, right? Mm-hmm. Fresh, and it was, all my food was super hot. Wow. Like, it was in a paper box, you mm-hmm. know, type of container, but was burning my damn leg. Wow. I had to use the pillow while I'm laying down in yeah. the bed, just fucking it up, fucking yeah. it up, like boom, bam. So I got the burrito on my left, yeah. you know, <laughs> leaning over for the pancakes, leaned over to the left to get the breakfast fried rice, yeah. right? Um, and I did have another, I know I can't even think of right now, right now, but it that shit hit. Yeah. That just, that whole little, like whoo, I was... So, you know, I was like, oh, all this shit was good. So, I'm like, tomorrow, am I going to get the breakfast burrito? <laughs> and I'm going to order something else? 
I did end up get ordering the next day as well and getting like the breakfast sandwich, which yeah. was just like a pancake sandwich essentially with mm-hmm. the bacon, eggs, cheese, and a pancake. Ooh, mm. just fun, phenomenal. Mm. Whoever was in that kitchen. <laughs> Please, I need to know. Like, I will, co- I will go back to that hideaway. I will say that. <laughs> I will say I may, I may, okay. I may just stop, stop in order to go Uber Eats. I don't know something. Yeah. But you know, on the on the other hotel side, I'm gonna just go ahead and say, yeah, that's why it was a hideaway. <laughs> it wouldn't the rooms. It would hit no nothing. I was okay. like, okay, I'm just here for the night or two. Yeah. Type of vibe, but yeah, yes. But the food was with the redeeming quality. Oh. Mm. Man, you just, you just, <laughs> I know you believe me because I can, I just, listen, I listen, do. we can go to Anaheim, we can take a little trip, just, just it's like actually you. like, really, the, the culinary food over there is just like, kind of like booming, they got mm-hmm. like a packing, we went to the packing district too, mm-hmm. as well, and that was a nice little joint, um, I got all different type of variations of like gumbo and rice, oh, but wow. like a platter type, mm-hmm. um, I tried a Philly cheese steak, some garlic tater tots, mm-hmm. and um, it was just like a whole little vibe of different things, different juices and oh. cider. Nice. And yeah, I had a little, whoo, I was in my eating, you know? <laughs> I was real feeling myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was eating everything kind of in sight. Yeah. So we can't wait to see this content. Ooh, yes. listen, listen. I'll go back if, uh, <laughs> if we comping the, uh, you know, the trip back. I'll go back. So let me but, ask yeah. you this. Was there a restaurant that the food was coming from or it was, was it just the hotel food or casino food? So there was a restaurant inside of the hotel, mm-hmm. but, um, they were real clear about that hotel, that restaurant closing at a certain time and room service being 24 hours. Oh, okay. So, so I, yeah. And then wow. the box on the hot ass box I got when I, before I was busting the food down, it had said the Commerce Casino Hotel. So okay. I, I chucked it up to the hotel cooking that. Yeah. Um, if it was the, you know, restaurant, you know, shit, whoever made it, yeah. it was good. Yeah. And I would go back to go eat that. Like, nice. <sighs> Because <laughs> I was thinking if it was just the restaurant, then we could just go to the restaurant. You know, yeah. but if it's actually the hotel food, then you might, yeah. you might have to like stay at the stay hotel at, yeah. to get the food. Yeah. 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 It was, uh, yeah, it was a good little vibe. I yeah. enjoyed myself on the West Coast for sure. Sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, definitely go check out what is it, Commerce? The Commerce Casino and Hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would definitely check them out on the room service tip. Right. Um, at least for the food. So if you know anyone who's staying there. Yeah. In, I don't know nobody gambling up in that thing, though. It's looking where the TV's at, where the slot machines. Wait, TVs. It's like, it's just, you know how like the casino, like you, it's everything no is TVs? on. Bruh. No. Everybody at like a, the they are there to vote or something. They're the little like tables. <laughs> They had a little table, like the casino tables when you playing, like, what you play at the casino, <laughs> like. Like blackjack and. Yeah, poker and all, all that. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like the tables. And it's like, okay, is everybody here playing poker? Because <laughs> ain't no slots, ain't no lights, ain't no flashing machines. Wow. It's real almost like, yeah, like I would. Yeah, I didn't even go check that thing out for real. So yeah. that's why I was like, oh, you know, damn, I thought we was going to have a little downstairs, but, you know. But got a little valet, got my little room service. I was yeah, well, that's all like I room to service be. made up for it. Yes, yeah. Sure, sure. Okay. Yeah, but that should help. Nice. So this week, Kiki is going to talk to us about another unique skill: grilling. 
Yes. So get into it. <laughs> grilling is actually one of my favorite culinary techniques. Favorite? Yes. Okay. Um, primarily because it's fast and you are able to impart really good flavor, get a really flavor. good texture. Distinctive flavor. Yes. At that. Um, get a really good texture on whatever it is that you're cooking and it's really, really, really good. Yeah. You know, you're able to maintain the integrity of whatever it is that you're cooking, whether it's a vegetable, whether it's meat or what have you, you know, and then you get those really beautiful grill marks and yeah. you start, you know, that caramelization action, which is literally my favorite part. It's why in most of my marinades... I use some kind of sugar, right? So yeah. usually I use rice vinegar, which is like a sweeter vinegar, mm-hmm. um, because as soon as that skin, especially if it's Ooh, on chicken, that or yeah, or even on on uh, like certain vegetables and stuff yeah. like that, yeah. that beautiful caramelized it looks yeah. burnt, but that's not burnt. No, don't don't no. don't be confused. No, that's that no. grill flavor. Okay, that's that grill flavor okay. right there. Yeah. <clears throat> That's that beautiful caramelization that has happened. So typically when it comes to the the technique of grilling, what distinguishes it from something like barbecuing is that it's a quick, high, intense, fast cooking process, usually done over charcoal or some kind of direct fire. And it, again, creates a beautiful crispy texture and initiates that caramelization process that happens. When it comes to barbecuing, it's usually oftentimes something that involves heavy sauces and marinades, yeah. um, uh, usually some kind of smoky uh, technique, you that's, know. That's the smell. We want to get the sniff. <laughs> yeah. Who grilling? And grilling. Right. Yeah. And it's a much slower technique, and it makes your food very tender, right? So right. think of like smoking brisket, right? Yeah. Or even like rib meat from pork or even beef ribs. I love beef ribs. Right. You know, when you, you when you barbecue that stuff, you're taking a slower approach, oftentimes using indirect heat. Yeah. And it's a very uh, smoky forward flavor. Right. When it comes to grilling, it's direct heat, fast, you know, crispy texture, um, really, really, really delicious. And it's not so much as a smoky flavor as much as it is just kind of like the umami that you get from like yeah. really high heat. Same as if you were to stir fry something. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. It, it changes the, the molecular structure of what yeah. you're cooking so that it access more deep umami notes yeah. and makes it richer and just more delicious. It's not a flavor you can get from necessarily a seasoning. Like Correct. you literally have to create it from... The technique. The technique, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as you mentioned, like, with the fast, like, it's still the art of grilling is a technique where you have to know your temperatures, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So you can't just throw on some ribs on there when the hot flames and get that good crisp mm-hmm. and then ribs not done in the middle, sis. Yeah. So, you know, it's about knowing your temperatures and the type of meat you're cooking and how long it needs to cook for, right? Yep, yep, absolutely. A lot of people um, and a lot of chefs will say that the best way to go about that is to use a thermometer because that way you can eliminate the guesswork and you know that your food is cooked to the appropriate temperature. I never use a thermometer. I was going to say, not... yes, my black people. <laughs> it's an extra tool, but you only have to be like, about, oh, about five, ten more minutes. Right. <laughs> you know, that, shit, that chicken needs 20 more minutes. Right. So yeah. I've, been, I've been grilling since I was about 12 or 13 years old. Yeah. You know, it was one of the very first ways that I learned how to cook. I first observed my mom and dad grilling okay. and my uncle's grilling as far as starting the grill. That was my first job. And then I moved on from starting the grill 
skill to uh, turning the meat okay. and making sure that it was properly cooked. To oftentimes, if my mom had to work, which she typically worked the midnight to eight shift, uh-huh. and we were preparing for a big party, I had to cook through the night. You know, I had to grill that meat right. through the night. Promote it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I kind of have this like innate understanding right. of what the meat looks like or what vegetables look like my desired doneness right so i don't really had a need for a thermometer i've never undercooked anything Mm -hmm. i don't really overcook anything because like i said i have that i know what to look for right um but i would rather eat something that was slightly overcooked than something that was underdone right um when it comes to grilled food but do you think with grilling that uh you you transition into like wanting to try smoking because i've seen you back you Mm -hmm. know in the backyard when we used to live in the same yeah apartment back there smoking and it was like okay i like the smoking like i like i mean not to introduce a new technique but like Mm -hmm. it's just like something that just kind of from grilling you just kind of expand from that yeah so smoking is a little bit more of an undertaking than grilling because you know it's like traditional barbecue so it's a slower longer Longer technique yeah Yeah. so like the first time that i ever smoked something it was a pork shoulder it was a boston butt yeah and i smoked it over the course of six hours wow it was amazing it was and i I turned it into pulled pork and it was fantastic it was a long arduous process right um i had to get up early in the morning i had to keep keep you know checking on it making sure everything was right right fire going um, and because I don't have a smoker and I was using a traditional grill, I, yeah. you know, did a little indirect heat technique where I had the coals off to the side, right. which the kind of grill, I have like a tumbler grill, so it works, you know, okay. it was really uh, easy to accomplish. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the process of smoking is much longer. And so I don't do it as often as okay. I grill. But no, it is one of my favorite ways to impart flavor and yeah, yeah. smoke meats. I love smoke. to eat smoked food. I haven't yeah. took a stab at like taking all day to mm-hmm. cook it. But actually, I was like, my Instapot go hard. But no, <laughs> yeah, but smoking is very true. Yeah, my next uh, project is to smoke some oxtail, but smoke smoke the oxtail whole. Because okay. I heard when you smoke it whole, yeah. it doesn't okay. dry out or doesn't risk drying out as much as it does when you have them pre-chopped. Right. So that's definitely something that um, I'm going to try is to smoke up some whole oxtails. Okay, because I'm like, I've only seen them pre-chopped, so... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, when you go to the butcher, they show you how, because you can pick your thickness Yeah. Um, for the tail, because some of them tails be thick as hell, Ooh. and then some of them, you know, you get the little skinny, you skinny, ones, yeah. skinny meat, and then of yeah. course, they also, as further away from the actual ass of the, yeah. it gets thinner, Yeah. but some of them have them really meat, I'm talking about, like, tails that's Swole. as thick as your thigh, Ooh. okay, yeah. Good with thick, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you all for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Please rate the show and leave us a review. Also, check out our Instagram page, Potlicka Chat, for bonus content related to that shit hit and our culinary technique of the week. I hope y'all are out there eating good. Till next time.